We're looking at easily the most overrated player in this draft. It's so easy. <laughs> That's unreal. I would never draft him. That's the bottom line. I mean... That's a hard no for me. This is an autopilot first round pick. He is definitely on my do not draft list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Let's I mean... move on. Let's move on. Hello, everybody. This is Hockey Talkie. I am Travis. Jesse is here with me. How's it going, Jesse? Pretty good, man. Good? Pretty good. Any any big news from the week? <laughs> How's your fantasy team doing? Uh, it's been all right. I got Forsberg back, so, you know, that's pretty good. That uh, helps. Gord's still been absolute cold. I had a choice Ice. of keeping Gord or Fiala. I should have kept Fiala. He's killing it instead. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Fantasy's fine. Um, is what it is. I think Eichel's back, so that's good news. I had other team. That's for my team. Well, I'm, yeah, your team, but my other fantasy team. So. I my birthday just passed this week, and I said on Twitter, "All I want is a healthy roster." <laughs> like I have been decimated with injuries: Pacioretty, Hayes, Trocheck, Klinberg, Craig Anderson. Who else? Eichel was out for a couple games. Dumba, season-ending injury. I was like, I just want my team to be healthy for a little bit, please, please. <laughs> Yeah, I almost had a perfect, and then Patterson got injured. And I was like, uh, it could have been no flags on my team. You're, you're not going to get through the year without an injury. Yeah. Like, you got to plan for those things. Keep some trades, keep some players in the back of your mind. You guys know where to hit us up at Fantasy NHL Talk, Facebook and Twitter. There's tons of questions starting to get down to the crunch time, past the middle of the season. Everyone's solidifying their rosters. Lots of dynasty questions coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to answer them as much as I can. I don't have a quick question for you today because we've got a jam-packed episode. We are going to be talking about bold predictions for the rest of the season. Nice. A lot of people have been doing this lately, lately, so I said, hey, we should do it too. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty slow NHL time coming up. Lots of uh, mandatory five-day uh, five breaks. So not too, too much to talk about. but uh, So we're going to give you one for each team. Yeah, we're going we to collaborated go. before the podcast. Yeah, we just went through them all. So uh, obviously, keep in mind these are bold. Some of them may not be as bold because we just couldn't think of anything. So um, obviously, we'd love to hear your own bold predictions uh, back. So I just want people think. to message us and be like, "That was a terrible prediction." Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> just get flamed for I mean, our predictions. For sure, there's some terrible ones. So, so let's jump into the injury news and notes. Like I said, this week has been pretty slow and steady. Starters are starting to get their jobs, goalies again, regular players are scoring. Mm-hmm. Hopey got do you see the Hopey injury where he got hit in the eye? Was it with the stick? With Atkinson's stick? No, I didn't see it. It was gross. That's like he was bleeding. He didn't return the game. And what the coach said after is like it looked really bad. Like they were just giving all these things like it looked really bad. He's not coming back. Like we hope the best for Hopey and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's like a serious Hmm. eye injury but there's no timetable for his return right now yeah i haven't even heard of that um that's worrisome to people that drafted hopey as their first goalie yeah i mean hopey's been very mediocre this year to begin with so i mean if he's out long term uh i guess copley is the answer um yeah i mean yeah. hopefully eye injuries are insane obviously brian burrard and a lot of guys have had career ending stuff with that manny maholtra so um yeah, hopefully that's it was why just, it's scary. Yeah, hopefully it was just a stick above the eyebrow kind of thing and just tons of blood because that's what happens. But if it actually hit his eye, that's super freaky. So um, I'll have to check that out after the podcast, actually, because I have not heard about that. So um, I just looked for the latest before yeah, we started. Definitely wishing him the best there. So it said no timetable, and then he was going to be reevaluated today on Fair Sunday. Enough. So they went to Washington and we were going back to their doctors and going to see. Yeah. Okay, here's my stat for you, Kucherov. Okay. Has 23 points in nine games. He's the best player. Isn't that insane? Did you read my paper before this? No, I didn't. That's Isn't actually... that crazy? Well, I mean, we were just on NHL.com, and it said 20. Or it said, sorry, it said he had 75 points. Midway. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, um, obviously, this 23 is... 23 in nine games. Yeah. This is a two-fold thing, obviously. His team is the best team ever, and he is also a fantastic player. So... Um, it just makes you think if McDavid had a team. I oh. mean, like those, 
Every time I look at the score sheet, it's Kucherov has four points on. The yeah, it, it's absolutely disgusting. He has a piece of three or four of the goals every time. I, um, the path to the Stanley Cup is like it's theirs to lose. Oh man, yeah, this is like I can't imagine, get any better. Yeah, I imagine the Vegas odds are insane. Um, it's yeah, it's beyond their cup to lose. I have no idea. As it is right now, this is like the most stacked thing I've ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, seventy-five. I think points. as long as I've been alive, aside from the. Uh, was it the 96 when Detroit was really good there? Yeah. Like Federoff, Lindstrom, Meiserman, yeah, all those teams. guys. Like, that could be a – and maybe when Colorado had, like, Waugh, Sackick, Forsberg, Lemieux, Bork came in for the year. Mm-hmm. Like, those are other teams that compare to this Tampa Bay team right now. I'm I'm blown away by it. Um, yeah, they're, they're the best. No, I mean, I got nothing they, else to yeah, say. They are. 23 they points are. in nine games, that's absolutely crazy. That's one player. And that's just one guy. So, I mean, that's just oh. – Stamkos has probably got 18 of them. I mean, geez, it just keeps going. So, um, yeah, the Lightning is definitely – definitely kicking butt. <laughs> sweet. They are sweet. Yeah. couple players are back. Um, McAvoy for Boston. That's good. Eichel is back. That is good. Hornquist is skating again. Those are all, like, smaller pieces aside from Eichel. Yeah. And then um, – Frederick Anderson, a lot of people are, like, wondering what's going on with him because he's battling that groin. Mm-hmm. And then last week I said, oh, he's backing up. Um, I don't know if it was Sparks Hutchinson. 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 He's okay. backing yeah. up Hutchinson. He was on the bench still. And now he's battling the flu, so he's not backing up right now. Mm. But it's, like, something seems a little silly right now. Like, maybe they're going to ride Hutchinson, give him a break. Yeah, I don't know when their five days off are. Obviously, that can't come soon enough for Toronto. Um, good but he'll, he'll be back. Just you're not. Yeah, he's not. Him no, or anything there's like no that. injuries. Just yeah. So uh, Hayes, no timetable on his return. Hall's not skating yet. He might miss up till the All Star game. Nice is what they're saying. So not nice. Oh, I just mean it's like sarcastic. Nice. It's just like <laughs> what a opposite bizarro season he's been having. Just. Yeah, Goes ice cold. MVP to like yeah. ice cold and just yeah injured. And then guy. same with Bufflin. Bufflin is also out till the All Star game. They're thinking. Gotcha. That's a little crazy. Some interesting players to talk about. Um, Gustafson. He's on an eight game point streak. Defenseman in Chicago. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Any interest? Does that bring interest to your uh, fantasy team? Not in our league with our three defensemen only. But um, uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I imagine he's got some waiver wire ads. I'd have to look at the Yahoo. That's kind of you didn't even know what team he was on when I said his name. I mean, it's... you were you were confused. When I was thinking you said of that. UFC. I was just thinking of like, oh yeah, Gustafson. Oh yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, never mind. The Gu- there's a Gustafson somewhere in the NHL. I'm sure. All right, what about Bobby Ryan? Seven game point streak right now. Hey, back to the old B Ryan. No, yeah? I don't know. Fluky point streak. He'll disappear again. Yeah, he is the most streaky <laughs> player I think in the NHL. Yeah. What about Galchenyuk, 13 in his last 10? No, it's good. Uh, we did talk about was, that line last week. Schmaltz yeah. went out with the season-ending injury. Yeah, it was kind of funny. We told everyone to pick these players up, and then, like the next day, Schmaltz is out for the year. So that's a huge blow to that line as he was the centerman. Um, Galchenyuk's still getting points. Keller's doing okay. ekman Larson, et cetera. So, um, yeah, Galchenyuk's a great offensive player. It's just, yeah, so he's definitely streaking right now, which is good for him. Another player that's also doing okay, Tarasenko might be back on the horse. He said four in two, a couple goals last night, maybe. Wink, that's a spoiler for something later on their yeah, bowl predictions. Um, something else I wanted to bring up that a lot of people have been talking about, who's going to get more starts in St. Louis, Allen or Binnington? I've never even heard of that other guy. The remainder uh, of the season. He started the last four, I believe. Was He's there. He re- they recalled him. Was Allen injured or like was he no. just not? Oh my god. Um, well, if they want any hap- hope, hap- hope of making the playoffs, uh, they need some goaltending. So maybe Binnington is the answer. Maybe I know you were hyping up Allen your last yeah podcast. So uh, everything we say apparently is just b- <laughs> bogus. <laughs> I mean, Binnington is apparently the starter, and oh my god, is like. So, uh, I think rest of the year they split. Yeah, sure. I maybe. don't think either one is going to be number one, but I think they split the rest of the year. So it's going to be a headache if you have either yeah, one. Yeah, I would get out of that situation <laughs> ASAP. My God. I 
I was always um, preaching Allen because there was no one else. Yeah, there. That, yeah, of course there was no other. But now they're they're mixing it up. They're giving more starts to yeah, some random HL Bennington. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. Monitor that. Get out of that. <laughs> get out of Dodge if you're you have either of those guys. I would look for someone else. Yeah, on absolutely. the waiver. Oh my god. All right, we're clipping along because we got 31 teams to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, schedule notes. So. Just so everyone knows, I I just learned this too, like how this five days in a row off goes. First half of the NHL is before the All-Star game. The All-Star game is the weekend, like the four-day weekend. And then the second half of the NHL season or the other NHL teams are after the All-Star game. Gotcha. So you're going to get like, I think the first one is something like 12 teams are off and then the after is the remainder. Yeah. So right around the All-Star game, there's going to be these two weeks where your team is going to be decimated. You're going to drop in positions in your league, and then the next week you're going to get it all back because you're going to recoup those games. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind because it starts on the 21st of January. Okay. Today is the 12th, so it's it's two weeks away till those till those games start. Hmm. Watch that. There's lots of teams this week with four games: Minnesota, Boston, and Islanders. I'll play four games with below 500 teams. So definitely some learner points to get out of there. Dubnik, et cetera. That uh, Boston top line is going to be crazy this yeah, week. Yeah, Pergeron and then boys will get some points for you. Barzell, et cetera. Um, yeah, no, that's good. And then Vegas plays only two. The only team that plays two this week, and they play against Winnipeg and Pittsburgh. So that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's a tough flurry starts there, but... I wonder how he'll do against Pittsburgh, like his old team that tossed him. <laughs> I feel they just laid him up, but you never know. They laid him up the first time they played against him, I remember. Um, like last year, the first home game they played, but yeah, you never know. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. they just put seven in on Gibson, so. Uh, yeah, that's right. I think well, it'll be it'll be tough. We'll see. Everyone's scoring on that team. Yeah. How do you feel about the five games or the five days off before and after the All-Star game? Do you like that idea? Uh, I mean, it's okay, I guess. It gives you, like, kind of a mega rest. I was just, I was thinking in my head as you were thinking, I was like, what would I rather have? Would I rather have the week off, then the All-Star game, and then back into the swing of things? Or would I rather have All-Star game to start and then off? And I think I want the other one. You want to go off first and then All-Star game? Um, No, the other way. All-Star game, then off. I don't know what I want anymore. Or often, I'll say. <laughs> I, sh- I, don't, I don't know. I was just trying to think, like, as a, as a player, like, what is... So you're off. So you're obviously thinking about someone that's at the All-Star game, right? Yeah. Because Not... remember, the rest of the team isn't going. Yeah. So they they just get the normal seven or eight days off then. Yeah. I, I originally thought when I heard about this, like, five days off, that um, they were just going to stagger them throughout the year. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, too. I didn't know it was, like, half the NHL at once and then the other half right after. Because yeah. that just leaves, like, that's a mess for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought after, like, whatever, week 10 or something, they'd take four teams at a time kind right. of thing yeah. over whatever X weeks. And just then, chisel it down yeah, and then... and just be done, but not just half the <laughs> NHL's off. So it's like west is off, east is off, essentially. And then it's like, there you go. So um, if I'm a player in the All-Star game, I want to be... I want the All-Star game, and then I want my break. Yeah. I, I want was, that to be, like, the final that's hurrah. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I was like, I want to play my week of hockey, come in on that Sunday, Saturday, while I'm still, like, in Have, ga- like a... game shape or whatever, play yeah. my super... Because it's basically a day off anyway. Well, that's, that's basically, like, when you were in school, and, like, the day before Christmas, or the couple days before Christmas, you just had, like, an in-class party. Mm-hmm. That's what the All-Star game is. They're just having a party with some snacks, and then they're yeah. going to go home for the week. Yeah, because I feel starting with an all-star game and then you start your week sucks more. I don't know if there's any fantasy implications there, but uh, if I was a player, I'd rather play my week, finish with the thing on the Sunday, and then have a sweet seven days off because it's all done. You don't have to think about doing anything, and then you're back into it. And then so. back to the, the stretch yeah. when you have to start pushing for the playoff spot. Yeah, so... Maybe I'll keep a weird stat, keep an eye on that, see how well teams do. Yeah, I wish I would have kept, like, we have a cap on trades 
on free agent pickups in our league. Hmm. I think it's at 25. And me and you are both running pretty low. Yeah, I'm at two. It's I kind of wish I would have kept one or two for this week. If I would have known that's how it would have went, I would have just kind of tried to move someone for the week that they're off and try to pick up someone else just to chisel a couple extra games from a guy or something like that. But Yeah, I'm curious actually which one of my teams <laughs> are or actually have the week. I have to look because, I mean, it'd be hilarious. It's if, starting like, to get weird. If, like, 90% of my team is gone, I have, like, one goalie and a forward for, like, the next two yeah. weeks. <laughs> and then it's, like, get everyone back and just come back from, like, 50 decibit or something. Yeah. So it, it is pretty funny. Right now, it's even starting. They're starting to spread out the games a little bit. There's, what, eight games today? Yeah, there was a Friday like night, and there was four games, and then everyone played Saturday, so... It's been pretty weird. I think there's like eight or maybe six games today, but I think I have two fantasy players playing. Like out of the eight, it's just starting to like teams are starting to get weird breaks and like longer, yeah, longer days off in between. Okay, let's get into the into the meat of this. The reason we blitz through that is because we're going through every single team with yes. a bold prediction. Some of them maybe not so bold. Some of them definitely fire. <laughs> Well, and we'll just, I guess we'll just go back and forth or we'll take turns. Yeah, I mean, we just or whatever. discuss it or whatever. Okay, the first one, Anaheim Ducks. Okay, so we're going <laughs> alphabetical, got it. Oh, yeah, that's, I, did, I didn't realize that was alphabetical. Yeah. The list I just picked up. Um, the Ducks are going to miss the playoffs, yep. but Gibson wins the Vesna. Yeah, so this was my prediction. Um, do you feel anything? Does it feel okay about it? I like it. People <laughs> love Gibson. <laughs> um. The more you showed me the AHL stats after we looked at this, and but Gibson, can they miss the playoffs? And for Gibson real? wasn't in like the top five of anything. I was like, oh god, maybe this isn't gonna happen. He's just getting shelled. Yeah, he's getting just shelled. He, um, I think they miss the playoffs no matter what. I don't like Anaheim as a team. I don't think they're very good. Uh, but you did show me how bad the West was. So there is definitely spots to be had in that whatever six to eight spot up there. Yeah. So the wild card essentially. So. Uh, they definitely could do it, but uh, my prediction is, yeah, they miss it, and I'll say Gibson somehow gets the Vesna. <laughs> I love it. Based on his whatever. The remainder play. of the season. The remainder of the season, sure, yeah. Most of these are going to be, like, rest yeah. of season. So they lose a bunch of games, like, 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, and he still wins the Vesna. <laughs> yeah, that should be. He, like, ups his save percentage or yeah. something. And yeah, pumps those numbers. All right, Arizona. This right. one, um, I think this was more my prediction. <laughs> yeah. What, you're laughing because you don't like it or what? Well, we changed one part of it, thank God, so at least it's okay. I know, I know. I said um, I said Arizona makes the playoffs. Yes. So they are four points out, and they have three 20-goal scores in Keller, Galchenyuk, and Stefan. I think it's doable. I, I originally said three 30-goal yeah, scores. And I was like, I don't know about that one. I mean, the guy with the most goals on their team is 12. <laughs> so that would be pretty bold. They've been shut out a thousand times. Three twenty um, goal scorers is still nice. That'll get them into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think that's okay. Uh, like I said, the West is terrible. I thought Anaheim. I thought Arizona was already like statistically eliminated. But I know, and then I brought it up. Apparently, and you're like, they're oh. only like four points back, which is despicable about how bad the West is right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, if the Ducks can miss it, why not Arizona take that spot? Good for them. Um, that would be the dream for any West team. Arizona just really needs like Ratna back. Yeah, he's done for the year, though. I mean, I know, like, like, I know, it's so no, bad. Yeah, that team is, I mean, demolished by injuries. But I mean, how happy would you be if you're like Nashville or Winnipeg, and your eighth seed is Arizona, and you're yeah. like, swish, <laughs> easiest That's sweep, sweep, yeah. sweep of my life in the playoffs. In the playoffs. So uh, we'll have to definitely keep an eye on that. So that's that is our Arizona one. Okay, Boston one. I already got. It. Um, this one, I kind of came up with most of these. Um. I got three for Boston. Rask regains the starting job rest of the season. Yeah, he should. I think Clack will just play the the splits yeah. when they're back-to-back games, but I think Rask plays the majority of them down the stretch. Um, McAvoy returns and is a good fantasy option. Yep. You have goalie – or not goalie trouble, defense <laughs> trouble. Like you got Dumba out and stuff, and you need some guys to fill in. I think McAvoy is going to go back on the top power play unit. And with McAvoy coming in, that means that Chara is going to retire this year. Ooh. Big Chara. I mean, I've been calling for Chara to retire for three years, so... You I, have, actually. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, every year, I'm like, this is it, baby. I'm like, it's done. He's done. He's got a cup. Like, just call it, big man. Um, this could be the final year, for sure. 
they just need like more defense to step up, like McAvoy and Krug. Yeah. Once they get two solid guys in there, then and the Grizz, the Grizz, Grizz is playing okay. Yeah. Those ones aren't really bold. Those are just things that things that'll happen. That'll yeah. happen. I mean, we could say like Pasternak wins the Rocket or. Uh, I don't know, Bergeron has a career high ninety points or something. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much what we got for Boston. Nothing too crazy. So that was more of the more milder predictions. We're also trying to stay away from those top yeah, it's, players, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to say Marsh, Marchand and Bergeron, Pasternak have like the best career years or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So Buffalo, this was kind of mine. Uh, mine is Buffalo gets a fifty goal scorer. In Jeff Skinner, but they missed the playoffs. <laughs> 50 goals. 50 goals. So he's got 20 to do in the next 40. I think he can do it. Um, do you think he wins the Rocket, though? If he gets 50, I think anyone with 50 goals wins the Rocket this year. Really? Yeah. I think that's just what it's going to be. I'd say it's between, like, yeah, 49 to 52. Anyone who can get those numbers is going to win the Rocket. And you think Skin Dog? Uh, I think Skinner can get 50. Why not? I, like um, I think they'll do a McDavid where, you know, some guy gets a massive amount of points and the team just, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. win the games. But uh, that is my bold prediction. So Since that 10-game win streak, I think they've won two out of the last 12. Yeah, I was going to say the guy who picked up Hutton beat me on waiver priority, which was apparently a blessing in disguise oh. because Hutton has been, well, not Hutton, just Buffalo has been crippled and obviously not having Eichel is just... It shows yeah, that so bad for that team. That does um, hurt. So, yeah, that's my prediction for Buffalo, sure. I'll say Skinner gets, I don't know, 48 to 50 goals. So I said 50-goal score, and then there's no way they make the playoffs yet. I like it. I think you actually said – well, I said the first part of this one for Calgary. Yeah. So I said uh, Calgary wins the West. Love it. So Calgary beats out Nashville. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And comes out top of the West going into the playoffs. Big Ducks, number one seed. And then you said this. This one is actually a good one too. Yeah, like mine it. is uh, Monahan gets ninety points this year, and he becomes the highest ADP jump of any player for the next year draft board. I love it. So I think you'll be drafting Monahan at the end of the second round, if not end of the first round, possibly between those those ten picks. Someone's going to be like. Monahan is the guy. He got 89 points this year. So you think if he goes at the bo- the back of the first next year, that Goudreau goes like what fifth? I mean, and then Monahan's ten. I mean, no. looking at our t- first round, let's see. What do no, we got? There's no way they. I think they're both in the second still. But yeah. Goudreau's in the first, and Monahan's second. Well, I'd say they're both beginning of the second. Because for example, looking at ours, we have a Hall, a Marchand, and a Sagan. Next year, I would rather have Monaghan than Sagan and Hall for sure, and I'd rather have Goudreau than Hall or Sagan. So yeah, I have no problem with them being at the end of the second round. If we had ninety ten, points if, for Monaghan, if we had ten players, technically it'd be the end of the first round. Oh yeah, we only have nine this year. So that's he would, right. He would be my tenth pick. Yeah, I think Monaghan. That whatever. That's my bold prediction. Ninety points. Goudreau gets ninety-five points. There you go. For, I like it. It's a gr- gross team. They can't stop scoring. I don't think anyone's going to get him from another person in their league right now. No, like, trying to trade for him. If you want to be accumulating as many Calgary players as you can. I have none. So I like Elias Lindholm, too. Like Lindholm's great. Five next year, fifth round. Yeah, he's going to be high, tough, for sure. He's he's going to be another massive ADP, for sure. All right, Carolina. <laughs> Not so good predictions for Carolina. No way, this is great. Uh, Dougie Hamilton gets traded for William Nylander. Nice. Move him. I even, I even like, said the players. I love that it. are going in this trade. Not just that they're going to get traded. Specifics. <laughs> and then um, Carolina continues to get more young talent. They're still doing their rebuild. That's not really bold, but... Yeah, their team still sucks. But Nylander would be a good fit. Yeah. Younger guy, can score, put him yeah. on the second line. Because, don't get me wrong, Carolina has fantastic defense. Uh, that like There's no question there. That's why they can afford to get rid of guys like Hamilton. Hamilton's their third pair right now. So it's not like it's... A huge crushing loss for them. But it would be nice for Toronto. Yeah. To shore up their defense a little more. Yeah, I mean, going in anywhere else, for sure. They got to use these guys. Uh, Carolina, their lines are just bad. Their bottom nine sucks. Aho is their best player. Teravinen's... Aho? Okay. Aho. Yeah, sorry. I should know that since I own the guy. Um, You own him? I mean, Furland is a first liner. Like, this is crazy. So, um, yeah, they got a long way to go. And I think flipping Hamilton would be a great... A great way to go uh, start that 
because as is right now, defense is not an issue. They just got sketchy goaltenders. They got Morazic, McElhaney, and then they got two serviceable forwards, I'd say. And then Sveshnikov might turn into a stud. And then the rest is just like Justin Williams and Jarash <laughs> below him. So yeah, see, Nylander's like a perfect yeah they young need a guy for that something. guy yeah. for the spot. Um, Blackhawks, Chicago. Did I say this one? Kind uh, of. Yeah, we sort of we collaborate on this yeah. one. Um, Strom finally lives up to his draft. Yeah, finally freed from Arizona. His second half of the year, he I'll say he goes, I don't know, thirty and forty, and he finally gets to show that he's was worth a top five pick in the NHL draft. So um, I hope that works out for him, though. I'm also going to add a caveat that um, due to the rest of the season and Strom's impact, Kane and Strom are the only two Blackhawks drafted next year. Nice. No one else on that team gets drafted. That's what I'm predicting. No love for DeBernkat? Nope. Okay. Kane and Strom. Bold. He's going to fall off. <laughs> DeBernkat's okay right now, but he's going to fall <laughs> off. All right. This one. This one's... Okay, Colorado. The top line finishes the top ten in fantasy. All three of them. I like it. We would say like Ratnan finishes one, McKinnon three, and Landis Cog seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if we're just doing raw points, they'd probably finish like three, five, ten <laughs> would probably yeah. be the best hope for them. Uh, but they definitely have lots of fantasy value. My thing is that they have three players that finish in the top 10 in scoring, but they miss the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that so, would be absurd. So it's like the ultimate feels bad, and that's what I think is going to happen. So that's my bold prediction for them. Three guys in the top 10, if not top 15 for Lanniskog. Um, and then they just miss the playoffs, and McKinnon keeps yelling at Bednar. Because <laughs> <laughs> what else is there If they miss do? the playoffs, he is probably gone. That'll uh, be an instant... Goal. I, I yeah, I don't know firing. what you're supposed to do with that team. So uh we'll see what happens. Okay, Columbus. Panarin and Bob get traded, but the team makes the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> so they have Corpusalo. Yep. That's gonna take over the number one job instead of Bob. And then Panarin will go to Rangers or whoever. Yep. Yeah. Did, did you you said they're still gonna make the playoffs after that? Well, I mean, we had to make a bold. So they moved their two best players, arguably, and then their team, like, guts it out with Tortorella. Dubinsky gets moved up to the top six, baby. <laughs> it's just total heart-grinding games. Atkinson gets 40 goals still. Dubois turns into a total center stud. Team makes the playoff, gets bounced in the first round. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that, it. That's it right there. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> All right, you came up with the next one. Well, I don't even like this. We have this one. This is a terrible team. Dallas. Yeah. My bull prediction is, I don't know, Ben has a career low, has the highest ADP drop of any player next yeah. year versus where he was drafted this year. For Second round for us. Yeah, he was in the second round for us. Uh, he's on pace for like 55 points or something despicable. Um, I, my God, I would not want to be a Ben owner, but I don't think I'll ever own this guy ever again. And I, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever a spot in my life I'll be like, Dang, Jamie Ben. <laughs> like, yeah. Here we go. Because someone will take him too early. So yeah, I'll say Ben just totally busts out the rest of the year. It's not really a bold, but uh, I think he like really busts out and he gets that career low. So yeah, I think Ben career low, and then I also put on here Klinberg gets career high on the flip side of that. All right. I think Yang he, Yang. Yeah, he keeps chugging along with the <laughs> with Sagan. Just and Sagan, Radulov, Klinberg, the only three players that matter on that team right now. Yeah. There we go. Um, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Detroit this is our, not really a bold prediction we just looked at the f daily face off and we had to remark that this is the worst top power play unit in the in the league and will remain the rest of the year yeah so they got Vanek Nielsen Larkin uh, Chowalski and Green yeah that is the the worst five so, so I don't, yeah I would say Larkin gets 78 points the next player gets 52 they just Burnout, obviously. Teams in total dumpster fire. Hopefully they can move Vanek for some popcorn and Nyquist for something, but this is going to be a brutal <laughs> team for the next 10 years. Yeah, that is definitely going to be the worst power play the rest of the <laughs> year. Um, Oilers. This one, I like this one. Um, neither goalie in Edmonton keeps the starting job. Nice. Just they just keep bouncing back the whole year. Near Talbot or Kasakainen mm -hmm. comes up with that starting job. 
You like that one? I do. I like it. And then I also put like a an asterisk beside here that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a nice surprise for people that drafted him. That's good. Because he's usually around the 10th round. Yep. And he's going to play with McDavid. And he's gonna, he's chiseling an assist a night or something like that. Like it's not nothing to write home about, but it's a, a nice surprise. Yeah. My bold prediction is Lucic gets one goal in the next 40 games. <laughs> <laughs> How many does he have the first 40? Like three? He has two. Two? Two. So he ends the year with three goals. Yeah, so I think in the next 40 games, teams will tighten up defensively, and Lucic <laughs> will get one somehow. Love it. It'll bounce off a leg. One goal. So keep track of that. One in 40. I want to start, like, the count. As soon as he like, gets that goal, I want everyone to tweet Oh, us. I'm going to be on suicide watch yeah. <laughs> after that first goal. And then he has, like, 10, I goal, fade, 10 games left. I got to fade 30 games or something. <laughs> watch him just get it tomorrow. But nonetheless, yeah, that's my bold prediction. Lucic finishes with three goals for the season. Sweet. Panthers, um, this one was sweet. Yeah, Panthers. Um, Panthers are the best team on paper, but the worst team on ice apparently. So we still think they're going to get thirty three thirty goal scorers in Barkov, Dadnoff, and Hoffman. Yeah, but probably miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, because they don't win a lot of games, but they do well in the games they play. But they always lose like five four. <laughs> yeah, six four. They need a little goaltending help and a little defensive help. Yeah, so. Uh, I love the Panthers. I like owning Panthers players, um, but three thirty goal scorers is impressive. Yeah, like not many teams can say that they have that. No, I agree. Okay, what about um, L.A.? Ooh. So uh, yeah, we think Quick's gonna get traded. Obviously, team goes into full rebuild. No real bold prediction. I guess we want to go crazy bold. Doughty gets Doughty leaves in free agency. Yeah, <laughs> that could happen though. Or not free agency. Sorry, uh, trade deadline. There you go. Because it doesn't know. Yeah. There's like, been rumors. Yeah. What if Quick and Dowdy get traded? That'd be the dream. <laughs> they could get a million picks for it. That or some, like, young guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, there's lots of teams I would like Quick, but he's got to be near in the end of his, like, number one status life. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's old. It's just he's been band-aid. Isn't he getting to, like, the 30s? Well, he's, like, 33. He's not that yeah. old. 32. He has, like, three cups. Guy's a monster. It's just... Injuries are crazy, and his groin must be made of like glass at this point. So, it's just um, paper mache together. <laughs> like his groin is just plaster and new old newspaper. <laughs> don't get it wet. <laughs> yeah, don't, get, don't 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 sweat at all in the groin area. Yeah. It'll just fall apart. <laughs> uh, what about Minnesota? Ooh, you came up with this one. Yeah, my boy Parise gets seventy points. Wow, becomes a star on his mechanically repaired back. Eric Stahl disappears into a black hole, never to be drafted again by any team next year. And they make the playoffs by losing the first round. Yeah. Classic Minnesota. Yeah. Dubnik will carry them, and they'll be 4-0'd in the playoffs. Yeah. It's a sweep. 4-0, 5-1 or something. Or sorry, 4-1 or something like that. Just disgusting. But yeah, yeah I feel bad for Eric Stahl because I don't think anyone's going to draft him next year. And I don't think he wasn't drafted in our league this nope, year. Wasn't even drafted. Well... Actually, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't. Think <laughs> I don't know if anyone actually did pull the trigger on Eric Stahl because no one, no one believed in the, the repeat. So props to us, even though we all suck. None of us drafted Eric Stahl, so that's something, I guess. Uh, Canadians miss the playoffs, and then Carey Price rumors start swirling about him getting traded. Nice. Not super bold, <laughs> but if they miss the playoffs, they're rebuilding. How long is Carey Price gonna stay? Yeah, like I mean, before he's like, I want to go to a contender. Like, I don't want to have seven more years of my life here. To I mean, basically, he's in like the pocket of his prime, if not maybe the end, just because he's had some injuries, so it could be dragging it out. Um, yeah, I like it. What about um, oh Nashville? This, this is, one's so easy. Yeah, this is yours. Um, a defenseman will lead the team in points for the rest of the season. <laughs> I don't know. Ekholm has been crazy. Yeah, apparently Ekholm was the number one point scorer on Nashville, so uh, that's pretty cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't think a forward is going to beat them. I love it. Uh, what about New Jersey? Oh yeah, New Jersey. My boy Blackwood becomes the number one. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, he is not Kincaid or Schneider. Um, so I say he takes it over, and then Hersher has an amazing second half. I think he's going to go forty and forty for the second half. I like um, it. Team still misses the playoff dumpster fire team, but 
I think Hersher avoids the sophomore slump for the remaining half and uh, shows why he was drafted so high. Yeah, Hersher could have, after an abysmal first half, He's I think he will go, yep, point per game. So that is my bold prediction for New Jersey. He could have one of the highest um, draft yeah, increases could, next year too. Yeah, he could have a big jump. From very, very late in like a 15-round yeah. to 8 or 9. Yeah, I have to see how it finishes. Yeah. Like right around there, he could have a really good bounce back. Um, Islanders. Oh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> the Islanders, I put that um, Barzell is the only fantasy-relevant player in a redraft. So after this season is done, the only person that anyone's going to want on this team next year is going to be Barzell. Yeah, I think the Lee Bailey thing is going to be exploited. Everly is returned to Everly status. Letty's been garbage. Pulak's okay. We don't know who the starting goalie is. It is a monster. So, yep. Bull prediction. The only person who gets drafted next year is Barzell. Any Islander. Done. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Yeah, Barzell. I don't think I'm looking at any Islander other than Barzell. Uh, so I was looking at once Barzell went in our draft. I was like, okay. I can rip out that page. Uh, that out page of my magazine. Yeah, that magazine page is worthless. That's like. Um, oh, the Rangers. Rangers, I put down that Shattenkirk is the most dropped defenseman <laughs> remainder of the season. Yeah, my, my half will be Panarin gets traded to the Rangers, develops instant chemistry with Zubinijad, and they have an absolute monster second half of the season where Panarin gets 50 points in 40 games. What about Zubinijad? He gets 48, 40 of them assists. Hey, I like it. And they still don't make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're already, like, they're not even playing Lundqvist right now. I mean, they shouldn't. Playing that Jorgorev. Yeah, Jorgorev. Yeah, whatever, yeah. I don't know how to say his name because I've never actually looked at him in real life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched. I haven't watched a Rangers game all year. Yeah. That just, just seems like something I do not want to do on a Saturday night. No interest. Um, Ottawa, this one's kind of sweet. Um, we predict that Dezingle leads the team in points. So Stone and... Duchesne has and to be Duchesne, traded. They get traded or moved. Even if they stay, mm-hmm. I still think Dezingle leads the team in points. Yeah. And then Shabbat is a top five D-man rest of the season. Yeah, and next year. And next year, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what we said, right? Next yeah. year. So someone drafts Shabbat as their fifth defenseman next year. I think Dezingle is a nice pickup right now and not owned in Someone's a lot Someone's got to play, and it's Dezingle at the point. So Plus, he's got such a sweet name. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Dezingle, I like it. Um, well, Philly. Um, I say JVR comes alive like Frampton, and they <laughs> dominates the second half of the year, getting more points than any other Philadelphia player, including Drew. Including Drew. I like it. And then obviously Simmons gets traded to Montreal. Yeah, I added a caveat <laughs> on here that Philly, they they're not in a playoff contention, so they start selling. Simmons has got to go. I think even Couture could go because they got um, Nolan Patrick as a centerman too, so they don't really need Couture. And Giroux's playing center too. So they could have two centermen already there. But I like it. JVR, rest of season, he's already picked up in our league right now. As of today. Yeah. Wasn't one of us either. No. There you go. I did tell that person to pick him up though. (laughs) I said, hurry up. Collusion. Pick him up. (laughs) Pittsburgh. Oh, I like this one. I I predict rest of the season that, or no, at the end of the season that Phil Kessel will lead the team in points. Nice. More than Crosby, more than Malkin, more than Latang. Yep. And my bold prediction was my boy Matt Murray, the dumpster fire of the first half of the year, finishes top three in wins by putting together an absolute torrid second half by going 21-3. and three. I, I feel like you're just trying to wish this on Matt Murray because <laughs> you picked him up. <laughs> you're like, come on. Come Put on. it out into the universe and you will be rewarded. <laughs> but even if I didn't have Murray, I swear to God, it would be the same prediction. I still, my bull prediction is Murray finishes top three and wins. So that is my prediction. There? I, I think Kessel. I like I like the Kessel prediction because you can probably trade him from whoever has him right now. Like, can, he's not a top. He's always a guy that's available, I'm sure. Yeah, like people just don't have value in him because yeah. they see the Malcolm and Crosby and stuff, so yeah. he kind of flies under the radar. But he's going to lead the team in points by the end of the year. Uh, San Jose. Burns and Carlson both over 80 points this year. Has that ever happened with two defense getting over 80 points? I have no idea. I'd have to 
that's something to look up. But yeah, uh, mine was similar on the same thing. I was going to say Carlson had a brutal first half, acclimates to the team, finishes with a career high 85 points, crushes his 82 points in 82 games. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's all I got for the San Jose. I can't think of anything else. Where, how do they get drafted next year? Like, if they, let's say they both finish like 80, 85 points next year. <laughs> Does they just go back to back? I'm guessing. I guess they, they go have like to they almost. go seven eight or eight nine or something. I don't know. That'd be the first time that two defensemen are drafted <laughs> that high in the same team, let alone the same team. Yeah, like it, it boggles my mind. Yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, St. Louis. Oh, this is yours. <laughs> yeah, Terrace... talk about wishing for your own team here. <laughs> <laughs> I just traded for him. Yeah. Uh, Tarasenko had 14 goals in the first 40 games. My bold prediction is that he gets 30 in the next 40 and gets ends up with 40 goals like around the 40-goal mark yeah. by the end of the year. Perfect. Got two last night. Yeah, he's, he's on his way. Four in the last two. Put it out in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Come back to me, Tarasenko. Get I some like points. It. I like it. Do you think that's bold or no? Oh, it's definitely bold. 30 and 40. <laughs> so that's bold. <laughs> that's, that's as bold as I can He's got to double his production in this next half. So. Yeah. If, I, if anyone can do it, it's Samba. I got faith. There you go. Uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, this is my prediction. There you uh, go. So there's about 35 games left in the season. I say they win 29 of them. <laughs> I say they only lose six games in the next half of the season. Love it. So it's not even that bold, but I feel it's kind of bold. So, yeah. In the next, like It's bold to predict that only six games will be lost. Yeah. yeah. Six regulation. No, I'll say but when fu- you look fu- at their record, it's like... Yeah. No, I'll say... Not even regulation. Overtime losses. Same thing. Sure. Six losses for yeah. the rest of the year. Tampa does. There's no way they can't lose anymore. That's crazy. And then they're pretty much going to win. And then, yeah, Kucherov, whatever, gets 142 points. <laughs> 142? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's a bold one. No, there's no way. He gets like 120 points. All right. We only got a couple, five more left. Toronto? Marner gets 80 assists. He has 42 right now yeah. or something like that. Let's do it. Marner's going to get 80 assists this year and finish with 95 points. Love it. 15, well, however many goals. 20 goals, 80 assists, 100 points. There we go. Cool. Easy. And then we had a caveat in here that um, Riley wins the Norris this yeah. year. He piggybacks off that, finishes with a career-high 76 points, cashes in on a easy Norris trophy. He might be one of the high. One of the, probably the highest defenseman increase next year for ADP. And he'll be the highest ADP jump for any defenseman, I agree. Well, I mean, Chabot will be because he's going from undrafted to nothing. But right. if we're going from a drafted player, then for sure Morgan Riley. Yeah. Because 10th to 12th round to possibly top three rounds. I wouldn't yeah. even feel bad about drafting Riley in the third round. It's so scary because he's only done it one year. Yeah. Like that, But you feel like... It, could never not happen again. Like it, with like, that team, it seems like it's not like like because with Eric Carlson does it the first year. Like okay, yeah, but Ottawa's a bad team, but he's so good. So you're like, eh, it might not happen. But Riley's just like the passenger of this train. Yeah, he's just like it's it's disgusting. So I think he'll be safe. Sweet. All right, Vancouver one. <laughs> this is your god. You're just throwing me under the bus. God awful prediction. Okay. No, no, this is bold. <laughs> this is bold. Um. I'm a Vancouver fan, so I, w- I watch. I know what's going on here. Um, I say, firstly, just for next year, Demko is going to start <laughs> in net over Markstrom. Gotcha. Thatcher. Okay. Yeah. And I say that they split the rest of the year. And then I have another little one on here is that uh, Sven Barchi is going to be draftable next year. Love it. In the top 20 rounds or something. Like later, later, later in the draft. Yeah. But he is going to be a serviceable player that – people are going to look at to draft. Finally get drafted. I like it. Um, Pedersen was the Calder. Demko. Not so bold, <laughs> but um, that's obvious. I don't know. Okay, what do you got? Vegas. Vegas? So, uh, well, we got Fleury. Remains a top goalie all year. Yeah, not so bold, but bold for Fleury. So. And then Vegas has five 20-goal scores in Tuck, Marcheseau, Carlson, Eakin, and Pacioretty. Mm-hmm. I think Eakin is the only one that is the bold that one That might there. be a fringe one, yeah. But everyone, five twenty goal scores, and Tuck leads the team in points. <laughs> I mean, he's I laugh. doing it right now. I know I laugh, but he's actually doing it right now. We checked. Marge's <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why this is so funny to me, but, like, Tuck is leading the team in points. My God. 
He's he's sneaky. Uh, he gets assists and goals all the time. It, you're not wrong. He's a, he's been a part of everything. Obviously, it just blows my mind that this team had the most dominant first line ever, and now it's like this guy that they like talk is the leading scorer. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, my boy's Washington. Nothing really too bold here because nothing bold about the team, to be honest. Oh no, we got the, the second half of this is bold. Yeah, yes. Um, I say Ovi wins the Rocket. Not very bold, but nonetheless, he wins the Rocket because he's the goat. Um, now I'm tough about because with the Hopi injury, now it's like I don't know what to say now about the goaltending. Because I was gonna say something about the goaltending, but I can't really say anything if it's because of an eye injury. So I will avoid that since you enlightened me on that. So you got some love for my boy Tommy Wilson. Yep. You say he uh, finishes top 10 in all banger leagues the rest of the season, even with missing all those games. Um, I'll go even bolder and say Tom Wilson never gets suspended again his entire <laughs> career. <laughs> okay, that's that's we got to be realistic here, Jesse. Oh, totally reformed. You're living off in a fantasy okay, well, land now. I'll just do one year. Tom Wilson doesn't get suspended for the rest of the year and all of next season. Wow. So there it is. You heard it. Firstly, there. if you were going to say the rest of this year, that would have been bold enough for me. Yeah. If you would have said the rest of the month, that would have been bold <laughs> enough for me. If you would have said that he's going to make it through the next game without a penalty, that would also have been very bold for me. But, I, yeah, I think Wilson is going to be fairly highly sought after next year in banger leagues. <clears throat> like playing a full season if he doesn't get suspended and all that junk. He's going to be a top 30 player. Yeah, probably. 25 or something in there because he hits a lot and he chips in offensively. Yeah, he's getting points. Last one. We, we made it through. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. This was kind of a tough one, uh, but we will Bold. say that Connor finishes uh, ahead, of ahead of Patrick Liney for the rest of the season. More valuable player, Patrick Connor. If you have Liney, I would do a Liney Connor swap. What? Today. You got to add something else on the Connor side, though. Because no one is going to do that trade straight up. No, like, but it I'm has to be like Connor and like a if you have, red draft pick. Yeah, for if Line you have Liney. You go the other way. You be like, bro. Oh. Give me Connor and a second, or something stupid like that. Connor and a third, and I'll give you Line. Whew. And then you reap the rewards of having Connor, the Sea Dog, on your team, getting twenty goals in the next forty games. What's the shife? He could. That's. That's not even too bold for me. Yeah, I love it. Wilson not getting suspended is more bold than. Uh, that Connor for line A trade. Seriously, the next, what is it, 123 games, he doesn't get suspended. He doesn't get suspended in 123 <laughs> games. Tom Wilson puts it together. He pulls a Brad Marchand mm-hmm. and just, just cleans Matt, up his game. Just Matt Cook just becomes like just a checker. Or not even a checker, just a serviceable player. Yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our bold predictions. Obviously, them are insane. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. Maybe we'll hit one or two. Even that would blow my mind. So uh, I think I'd cry if Skinner gets 50 and, like, they miss the playoffs. I can't think of any other ones that have been hilarious. Um, like Riley winning the Norris or something. That would be so sick. Hey, Demko. Demko. That's the one I want to know. Starting yeah. for Vancouver. Yes. Demko <laughs> takes over the job. That's the one I wanted to see, right? Yeah, oh, I want to see that one, God. too. Demko watch starts today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Like I said, throw us some of your bold predictions for the rest of the year for your teams or for other teams. Or I think we were mostly positive. There were some negative ones on there, but send us whatever you got. We'll listen. We'll laugh. Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all fun and games. Like I said, it's been a slow week fantasy-wise, and it's only going to get slower as soon as teams just stop playing for half the year. Uh, yeah. So, Or sorry, for half the half of the teams playing for the next – you know what I mean. doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah. So, going to some... Yeah, kudos, kudos for the for yeah. the week. Cool. Uh, uh, my kudos is easy. My kudos goes to the PS Vita. Uh, apparently, I own one. I found it in a box before Christmas. Uh, it's like a handheld gaming? Yeah, it's, it's like a handheld. Okay. It's like a okay. Sega Genesis. Or not, sorry. Say, um, what was the... Game hand? Gear. Game Gear, yes. It was like a... It's like a Game Gear, but like on steroids. It's way better, so... Uh, it's for the PlayStation, like I said, so you can play anything up to, like, basically PlayStation 1 on it. Um, it has a huge library of PlayStation 1 classics, so... That's cool. I never owned a PlayStation 1, so as a kid, um, now all as an adult... All those fantasies. It's pretty cool. All those classics that they call now are on sale for, like, four bucks, so I get to play games like Parasite Eve or all these crappy Resident oh, Evils, yeah. stuff like that I never got to play as a kid, and they cost me, like, three ninety nine, and I get to play it in my handheld, so... 
Um, it's been definitely sucking up my time lately, so my shout-out is to the PlayStation Vita. Um, I hope Sony continues it and they make a new handheld because this one was such a success. Kind of a lame kudos this week, I know, but... That's uh, like... That's like five or six years old, isn't it? Like, didn't it come out a long time yeah, ago? Yeah, I think the Vita's been a long time. <laughs> that kudos was a long time coming. Yeah, I think it, like, was with the PlayStation 3, for and that was, like, a long time ago, so... But, yeah, apparently I had one in a box, like I said. I was going through my box of stuff for Christmas, uh, just to look for random things, like, um, that I needed to pack, and apparently I had one. I was like, oh, so I booted it up, and... It still had battery life? It's still, yeah, the charge nice. was there. Everything was there. I had a couple games on it. had, like, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis on it and Parasite Eve. And I was like, all right. Nice. Let's take her for a spin. Nostalgia, man. That's, yeah, like, all those little, like, the Super Nintendo, the original. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah those all those things are huge, right? And stuff, yeah. So, yeah, that's my shout-out. Uh, kind of a lame one. Other than that, I can't really think of anything else too exciting this week. I wanted to see the new Spider-Man because I heard about the hype about that. Uh, into the Spideyverse? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's unreal. So maybe I'll get to see that Tuesday or something for cheap night. But as it stands, that is what has been the biggest part of my week this week. Sweet. <laughs> I know what I'm doing right after this. There are two football games. We got the Patriots playing the Chargers, and then the Saints playing the Eagles. Last time the Saints and Eagles played, I was at the game. Nice. And the Saints crushed them. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna order a Demco jersey. Well, that too. But this that is, too. This is okay. <laughs> There we go. So we're going to watch some playoff football after the podcast, and it's getting closer to the Super Bowl. Playoff football is cool, man, because it's just like the one game. I love the one game. The one game, like, I'm so torn about it. Like, when I watch hockey and it's the best of seven, you get these really grindy series and everyone hates each other, and it's, like, really epic. But, like, the one-off is just so intense. Yeah. It's just like... excuse me. I mean, that's how intense it is. It takes your voice away. (laughs) Like, it literally... Yeah, it is. Like... Your entire year, your season, for like the next four quarters, and it's just like, my God, yeah. <laughs> and they don't have like playbooks, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't really know the team because you're not. Like, yeah, you don't get to play them six times. Yeah, you don't know what they do. You go in, you're like, okay, well, this is the tape we have. This is the the, the one off strategy we're going for, and yeah, hopefully your kicker doesn't miss. Hopefully this works and this. And it's like, oh my God, it's so stressed. So, um, I like it. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to turn the TV on with my eyes <laughs> so that I can see if the games are started yet. They they almost have. They almost have. Um, one quick note: potentially no podcast next week. The wife's in Mexico, so I'm going to be on baby duty. We'll see if we can work something in, but probably not likely. Which shouldn't be a huge loss. There's not a lot going on. The NHL not playing. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, I'll we'll see. We'll keep an eye on Twitter. Yep. I'll I'll update Twitter and put stuff on there. And if there's any questions that come in while we're doing the week off or whatever. You're gonna say, hey, this questions. is like our week off. Yeah. Hey, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> this is our week off. Yeah. We just we just do exactly what the NHL does. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we will talk to you all later.